you have single-handedly changed our family because of mastermind because i felt safe enough and realized with your help realized that it's not just about the picking up of the toys and the back talk and the productive conversation scripts it's not about that it's about healing myself and becoming a better version of myself and showing up and being able to be that way for my entire family I really credit you with doing something that I literally have not been able to do with countless therapists and all the journaling and all the thinking and all the meditating and all the things. It was because of you. So thank you for helping heal what I thought was unhealable. My name is Randy Rubenstein, and welcome to the Mastermind Parenting Podcast. At Mastermind Parenting, we're on a mission to support strong-willed kids and the families that love them. You're listening to the Mastermind Parenting Podcast with Randy Rubenstein, episode 151. Almost didn't get that right. 151. Hi, guys. How are you this week, this month, this month of June 2021? Halfway, we're almost halfway through. It's kind of crazy, right? Um, okay, so we were thinking about what is going to be a good topic, a good theme for the summer, and I always hear about balance when it comes to the summer. So I wanted to kind of talk about this word balance and what it looks like to achieve balance in your life, in your summer, in your family. And I'm going to kind of break it down in a different way than probably you'd expect. I don't know. Maybe maybe you're not going to be so surprised, but I wanted to talk about balance in a little bit of a different way. So first, let's start with what is balance? Okay. So if you think about like a scale that a, a scale that you're balancing, right? It's ne- neither side is weighing it down. Okay. There's a state of equilibrium, right? So balance to me means that internal state of equilibrium, which really it means finding that that state of peace where nothing's weighing you down. You know, the, it's, it's like everything is sort of feeling balanced in your life, in your body, in your family. And I've heard a lot of people say like, there's no such thing as balance. And um, I'm going to disagree because it's not as much about like the things that you do. It's more about how you feel. If you feel balanced inside, it's, you're, it's much more um, attainable to think about achieving a balanced life. Even if it doesn't look balanced, even if it looks like like me, like, <laughs> like, you have, like you have no social life and you just focus your energy on your family and your work and where is the balance. Um, but inside, most of the time, I feel pretty peaceful. Sometimes I don't. I mean, sometimes I have weeks where I'm not feeling quite as balanced. But for the most part, um, you know, there's seasons in my life where more of a piece of the me pie is going towards friendships or socializing or working or family life. But for the most part, you know, if I feel peaceful and balanced inside, even when I'm not doing certain things in my life, I still feel sort of a state of balance. Okay. So 
balance means peace. There's a peacefulness, a time when we feel a sense of peace, a sense of equilibrium. When we have that, we feel for the most part calm, right? We feel regulated. There's this term that I've been, I've been hearing some of these terms thrown out there, regulated, dysregulated, balanced, unbalanced. Like what, what is it all, what, what is that referring to? Okay. So I want to just kind of break it down. It's really like when we feel regulated, we don't feel overstressed. We don't feel like ugh, without any energy or we don't feel lazy necessarily. We simply feel a sense of peace and we might even describe that as sort of feeling happy, okay? And so when we're talking about balance, unbalanced, regulated, dysregulated, it's all really about uh, a sense of balance in your nervous system, in your body. Okay, so I've heard a lot of moms voice anxiety about finding balance during the summer when the kids are not in school for eight hours a day. Um, Like even when we have them home and they're doing virtual school, it's not like the spotlight's on you to entertain them. So I know that many of us can feel, and me included, can feel a sense of sort of anxiety of like, what the hell am I going to do with them all freaking day long? Okay, it can feel like I'm not going to have a minute to myself. Um, And if we look at the way I just defined balance, like that state of of peace, a sense of equilibrium, um, feeling calm in our bodies, feeling regulated, if you're thinking I'm not going to have a minute to yourself, like to myself, then are you going to feel that inner sense of calm? No, we're not. We're not going to feel it. So, so often it's like the sentences running through our mind, the thoughts that we're having, like that's putting us out of balance. Like before we even get to the summertime, before we even just thinking about it in that way, a lot of times leaves you feeling imbalanced. Okay. So let's look at the terms regulated. And, and alternatively, let's explore the term dysregulated or unbalanced in the nervous system. When you're dysregulated in your nervous system, or your kids are, right? Any human who's feeling, who's dysregulated in their nervous system, you feel agitated, unsettled, stressed. You don't feel at peace, okay? And so what does dysregulated behavior look like? What does unbalanced behavior look like? Well, in kids, it looks like whining, yelling, not focusing, aggression, teasing, fighting with siblings, bullying, badgering, annoying, not cooperating, like all the behaviors that lead us to want to run away, all the behaviors that leave us feeling anxious about what the hell are we going to do with them all day long? Because if we're used to those behaviors, you know, more often than not, of course, we're going to be stressed And we're going to know that it's not going to feel like a sense of balance during the summer, right? Like, like those are the behaviors that make us want to hit the bottle or whatever your version of hitting the bottle is. Like, you're like, Calgon, take me away. Like, I can't do this. This is going to be terrible. And so for that, you know, so for adults, dysregulated looks like yelling, shaming, blaming, fixing, fixing other people right? Or maybe even ignoring problems and 
like checking out or living in denial. It's fine. It's fine. Your kids are fighting. Just work it out. Just figure it out. You know, just like not admitting that it's as, it's as imbalanced as it actually is. So when the nervous system is unbalanced or dysregulated, our minds race. Our minds race. Our hearts, our hearts speed up. Like we get a physiological sense of feeling unbalanced in our nervous system, dysregulated in our nervous system. We get a surge of stress hormones, of cortisol that are running through our nervous system. And when this happens, okay, this happens for us when we're in the triggered moments. It's happening for our kids when they're acting out in all those ways that are not ideal and 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 leaving us feeling worried that we're going to feel super stressed out and unbalanced in the summer. And when we're in that state, any human, just remember that the blood is rushing from your brain to your extremities, your arms and your legs. You're moving out of your thinking brain when you're in that dysregulated state, okay? And there's a real primal reason for that, like it's that fight or flight or freeze response, but just remember that when anyone is in a dysregulated or unbalanced state, it's like when we're the dumbest versions of ourselves in those moments because we just need to like fight hard or run fast. That's why when your kids are behaving in all those triggering less than ideal ways, when you admonish them, right, when you like, you know, when you're like, what am I supposed to do? I've been listening to this mastermind parenting podcast and reading books about how to be a positive parent. Um, But now my kid is speaking to me in all these disrespectful ways or hurting their siblings or hurting me. They're doing things that my parents would never let me get away with. Like, I can't let them get away with this. And your brain starts racing because you're triggered in that moment. Like you might even think, God, I wish that spanking or just wait until your father gets home that like that style of parenting like you wish that it was still in style because you're like I don't know what to do how do I shut this down right you don't remember what to do in those moments so all this information here you're like "Uh, what was that again because you're in that triggered state you're not in your thinking brain in those moments and telling your kids all the things they're doing wrong, like they're not absorbing it because they're not, they're not going to learn right from wrong in that moment because they're not in their thinking brain. So, you know, really save your breath. Like it is a waste of your time, energy, and bandwidth to go to that place during those moments. It never works to improve behavior or help. It doesn't help them get to a more regulated place right? The place of peace where they're able to, you know, listen and be in their thinking brain and cooperate and absorb, you know, and learn from mistakes. Like all you do when you admonish them and they're in that state of dysregulation and you're also in a state of dysregulation is you exacerbate the problem. And um, and then they get even more agitated and dysregulated. That's why so often when your child is crying, and you're, you find, you know, crying's annoying. Like, let's be honest. I mean, like, like crying or whining, 
you know, or you're like, if your child's crying so often, let's say like your kid falls down at the park, but it's like not a big deal or someone hurts their feelings and you had this whole vision that you were going to have this great day and now you have this child that sort of seems like they're maybe like creating a whole bunch of drama and you're like, you're fine. You're fine. It's okay. You know what? Go back. You're fine. Like there's denial there's you starting to feel agitated and you don't yell at them because you have a heart and your child's crying, but you're sort of like denying their experience. And so you just go back. You're just putting your head in the sand, which is really you are responding by going into flight. I don't want to deal with this. I'm out. Okay. That quite often, most of the time or all of the time will result not in the child going back and brushing themselves off. It will result in them getting more agitated and the whining usually turns into a meltdown or the crying turns into more crying and now they're angry at you and um, and you just find that before you know it, like you have to leave the place where you are because it doesn't resolve the situation. It makes them more dysregulated, more unbalanced. And so I think it's an important topic to think about this state of balance in the body, balance in the nervous system, when you're thinking about how to have a balanced summer, right? Because if you have a home where there's a state of dysregulation, a state of unbalanced humans living in the same environment, it's not going to feel peaceful, right? It's not going to, it's not going to feel like a balanced summer. I don't care if you have just the right camp set up and you've bought the workbooks or whatever it is that people do who are major overachievers and want to have their kids work on workbooks all summer long. Like, I don't care if you have your schedule laid out just so. If you guys are operating from that place of a lot of tension and a lot of frustration, and a lot of dysregulation, the schedule's never going to go according to plan. And so you're just going to find yourself constantly feeling let down, um, bad about the way the day went, and like this is, like when is school starting again? Not enjoying the moments, you know, not enjoying the, the time and the space and the whole fantasy of we only have 18 summers It's like, okay, another summer down. Like you're not seizing the day and and feeling like this is precious time together. And then a lot of times, you know, you feel guilty about that. So it's just this spiral. It's like, it's not good. It's not where we want to be. It's not, you're like, I know. I know what's going through y'all's minds. It's, this has happened for me before. I have this, I had this whole image of the way I wanted the summer to go. But then, you know, It didn't go that way because I wasn't managing my own body. I was checking out or or numbing out or in a state of denial. And, you know, my kids were not getting along and I didn't know how to help them get along. Like I'm thinking about when they were little. And rather than just like taking a step back, getting back to the basics, like if we want to have a balanced summer, we got to start with balanced humans. So let me try some, let me learn some new skills. Let me start to learn about what's happening in the body when they're dysregulated. Let me start to pick up some new tools and get curious and investigate what's going on with my kid instead of just denying that it's going on 
or trying to quickly shut it down and control them and bully them into getting back to a state of regulation because because that never works. It doesn't. I mean, think about if when you're upset about something, like if you were to call, let's say, your parents, you know, you had a terrible day and you're really upset about something and you call your parents and if they're like, you know, I told you that was a terrible way to handle it. Why don't you ever listen to me? Like, when will you ever learn? Or if they're like, well, it'll be fine. It's fine. It, it couldn't have been that bad. If they respond to you in like the opposite way of empathy, it's like like the antithesis of empathy by either putting their head in the sand and denying that this is your reality or admonishing you for, you know, a messy moment when you just needed to lean on them for some support, like you're not going to get off that call feeling more regulated. You're going to get off that call feeling more dysregulated, unsupported, unworthy, like all the things that lead to the opposite of peace, right? So um, I want you all to, to just think about these things because when you feel unbalanced in your nervous system, you're in survival mode. When you're in survival mode, you're not in a peaceful place. You're not feeling calm and happy and making all those precious summer memories that like so many of us want to do. Um, and I hate to sort of burst your bubble, but you know, if you hold on to that unrealistic dream of a peaceful summer without addressing the tension in your home caused by intense dysregulated people who frequently yell, refuse to cooperate, hurt one another, either physically or emotionally, um, it, and, and you think that, that like it'll be fine, but you haven't dealt with the root of the behaviors and really gotten curious about why this state of dysregulation is so, you know, predominant in your household, in your family, in your strong-willed child, right? It's sort of like thinking that like you don't have a job and you have all these bills coming due and that like you're just crossing your fingers and hoping that you're going to win the lottery to be able to pay for your bills. Like it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen, okay? So don't worry. I'm not all doom and gloom. I'm going to give you some tips. I'm going to give you some tips to start working on this right now so that you can have a much more balanced summer, okay? Because I know that that you want that, but we have to start by by facing reality and disrupting the negative patterns that you know are prevalent in your family, okay? If there is a lot of you know, there's a lack of cooperation, a lot of fighting, a lot of tension. You're walking on eggshells around a certain person. Um, there's shaming and blaming going on. You know, just know that like we have to start by getting to the root of the dysregulated behavior and um, and seeing it differently. Okay, so, so the first tip is um, awareness. Okay, all change starts with awareness. Like you have to know what it is you want to change before you can go about changing it. So understanding that when your child 
is not doing well, okay, is not doing well, meaning they're, they're doing the, they're showing up with a lot of, you know, behaviors that let you know their nervous system is dysregulated. They're not able to listen. They're speaking to you with all those air quotes, disrespectful tones and words. They're um, hurting their siblings. Um, They're, you know, refusing to follow rules. You know, boundaries are, are like, you don't even fully understand what boundaries are and you have no clue how to institute them or follow through on them. So if you have a child that is not doing well, they're not able to show up as that, you know, delicious little human that that you know that they are underneath these less than awesome behaviors, um, it's because they're not feeling balanced in their nervous systems. It's not because you failed to teach them to be a civilized human being, okay? So blaming yourself um, it's just going to continue adding to the problem, right? It's because your child is a normal, messy human like the rest of us who, you know, and little kids feel dysregulated in their bodies a lot, like not enough sleep, basic needs not being met, hungry, um, bored, which, you know, I have a whole, I think a little bit of boredom is a great thing. I think that's where creativity lives, but You know, when they're feeling unsettled in their body, addicted to the iPad, if they're used to getting, you know, to to feel immediately better in their body by playing a game on the iPad and now all of a sudden you have this, we're not going to be on the screens all day and you took away, it's like taking, you know, the cigarettes away from an addicted smoker and then just being like, go cold turkey and be your best self. Like you're going to see a lot of dysregulation in that person's body. So it's messy being a human. And when we're disrupting patterns and trying to work on helping everyone feel more balanced and regulated in their nervous systems, there's going to be some discomfort, you know? So be aware of, okay, we got some patterns to disrupt. I've been making my child's behavior mean all these things and not seeing that when they're not even a child that's an hour sleep deprived um, is not going to show up feeling regulated a lot of the time. You know, and when all of a sudden somebody else wants to, you know, play with their Legos or knocks down their Lego tower, or if you've got teenagers, you know, having to get together and compromise on what show you're both going to watch. And you're a person that is not, didn't quite get enough sleep last night. It's going to be easy to set you off. So, so seeing it more as this is not my child, you know, who I haven't taught how to behave better, which is really about you and your ego. Um, no, this is just a, a messy little human who didn't get enough sleep. And today's going to be a hard day. And I got to, how do I get this child the sleep that they need? Like really looking at the dysregulated behavior as we got to focus on that, focus on what's going on in the body and how to help this person get back to a state of regulation, a, a state of balance. And, you know, look, if it might, if it's a, if it's that it's like you, when you called your parents having a hard day, sometimes it might be empathy. Sometimes you have a kid who's, they're whining. 
I mean, and it's as simple as instead of putting your head in the sand and denying, it's it's practicing the tools of empathy of hard day. Like literally like mirroring back what they said. Tell me what happened. And not jumping in to fix or solve or happy them up. <sighs> Sounds like a hard day. I have days like that too. They're the worst. Y'all, it's a lot of like, I get it. Me too. So hard, right? We want to solve it. We want to fix it. And then what happens is when we do, we're adding extra input to their already dysregulated state. And then before we know it, they're being a jerk to us, taking it out on us. Whereas if we were just willing to sit and hold some space with them and duct tape our lips... Next thing you know, like that's empathy. You know what empathy does to a dysregulated human? <sighs> helps them to breathe. It helps them to remember that they're not alone. It helps them to move back up in their brain and find a sense of balance and peace within their body. So start with awareness, okay? Drop the fantasy, meet your reality, become aware of what's going on in your child's body. Notice what you make their behavior mean. Okay? So rather than seeing your child as a disrespectful little shit or whatever the old school definition is when they're, you know, behaving in ways that are easy to define them as a disrespectful little shit, um, instead of that, okay, I want you to start wiggling some of those sentences, okay? Some of those unhelpful ways of thinking. Um, because those unhelpful ways of thinking actually take you out of your role of being that grounded grown-up. Hmm, rough day, huh? You seem super frustrated. It's hard. Your sister just built this whole Lego tower and next thing you know, you know, you walk in, you hear the screaming, the yelling, you take that child away who you know is super dysregulated and you're like, something happened. Yeah, she knocked down my stuff. You worked all morning on that. <sighs> Hate when that happens. You you seem super frustrated and mad, huh? There's a lot of work that went into that. Okay, so we could look at it, we can make their behavior mean, they're mean to their younger sister, um, our kids are never going to be close, they treat each other like dirt, <laughs> you know, we can go into this whole catastrophizing place in our brain instead of just like, I got a kid screaming at their sibling because something got destroyed. So, of course, they're in a state of dysregulation. So when we take them away and hold some space and empathize with them, next thing you know, you have a child that is all of a sudden feeling more balanced and regulated, and then they're in their thinking brain, and then you can start to talk about, you can start to have a productive conversation, really. Move into the problem solving after you've heard them, you've listened, you've empathized. So what can you do? Next time you're really working hard on something 
And it's a precious thing. Like it's important that people respect all your hard work. What do you think you'll do to let everyone know? Like, is there a place? Maybe those things get built in your room. Maybe we can, I don't know. Do you have an idea of how to let other people in the family know when something's super precious and it's, you know, you really want everyone to be careful around it? Let's, I don't know, let's work on this. So then you're moving into the problem solving. You're moving into the skill building because now they're in their thinking brain because you've empathized with them. So notice what you make their behavior mean so that you don't go down that rabbit hole and you can actually take a breath and show up as the grounded grown-up. Investigate. The third, the third tip or the third step is investigate, Right? Just by becoming aware and noticing what's coming up for us, that's when we begin to get curious about what's really at the root of all of the less than awesome behaviors, the dysregulated behaviors, okay? And this is going to help you shift into responding rather than reacting so that then you can, you know, if you're like, okay, the issue is the issue. I've got a kid or a couple of kids who are, easily in that dysregulated unbalanced state they're arguing they're fighting um everything seems to be a power struggle with me okay so I'm aware of what the issue is noticing what am I making the behavior mean right now you know what am I making it mean and instead I this is a person who's feeling unbalanced in their nervous system and then you're investigating what's really going on you know, is it that they feel like their, their sibling is constantly invading their space? Look, it's hard to live with people. And in the summertime, we're all together a whole lot more. Um, is it that they need a little time apart? Is it that everybody needs to feel like they have their own space at times, even though we all live under one roof? You know, maybe we don't need to be on top of each other all the time. Everybody deserves, this is our sanctuary. This is our home. Everybody needs to feel like they can breathe here. Everybody needs to feel like maybe if when you investigate, you find that you have a child who is not feeling emotionally safe because they have a sibling that's name calling and, um, and, and saying things that are not okay, that make it emotionally unsafe for them. And so they're constantly like on the verge of attack because they're just expecting to be called a name. Or maybe they feel physically unsafe because they have a, a sibling that resorts to violence a lot. And you're constantly saying, can't you guys just play, just get along, play with your, you know, investigate what's going on. Maybe you have a kid that's having a really hard day because they're getting sick or they didn't get enough sleep or like my kids for however many years, they didn't recognize the sensation of hunger in their body. And so they'd start acting like creeps. And I'd be like, when was the last time you ate something? Let's get some food in you. Or they only ate crap all day. And they're having like a sugar plummet or, you know, whatever. So investigate. When you investigate, you get curious. Hmm, there's something to figure out here. I'm making it mean something, but it doesn't mean that. There's something. Kids are always trying to get a need met. What's really going on here? Okay. So when you focus on 
awareness, noticing what you make the behavior mean, and investigating what's really at the root of the dysregulated behavior. Okay, this is how you're going to start to be able to have those productive conversations and support your kids in learning new skills to help themselves calm their bodies down and become more regulated. We all have moments during the day where we feel dysregulated. Sometimes you get an email or a text and you're like, oh, you're feeling dysregulated in that moment. So what do you do to get back to a place of regulation, of feeling balanced? You know, maybe your coping mechanism is to call someone and vent about it. Maybe you're like, I need to just go for a walk. Maybe you go and next thing you know, you find yourself on a mindless binge of eating stuff that you weren't planning to eat that day. But then you find and you're like, why did I make those choices? I was going to have a healthy eating day. And you're like, oh, I got that text. And then I just went into a zone. I didn't even realize it before I know it. I'm making all these choices to, to numb myself and to make myself feel better. Okay, this is all just self-awareness, right? But this is how you stop the vicious cycle of you feeling dysregulated and not in control, supporting your kids who are often dysregulated to help them learn the skills to get back in control in healthy ways in their bodies, and, um, and ultimately to find that place of equilibrium and peace so that you can be you can feel like you're balanced they're balanced you're going to you're going to be able to have a balanced summer okay so um and it will go beyond the summer look let's use the summer as you know a a time to practice a time to practice. We have the time. We're going to be with each other all the time. Why not focus on learning new skills and practicing these new skills? And when you first start to do this, just know, like, when you're, it's like learning to ride a bike. When you're learning a new skill and practicing a new way of thinking, um, like, you're going to be a beginner. But stick with it. Awareness, noticing, investigate. Awareness, noticing, investigate. Write it down. Set yourself up for success because being a beginner and being willing to suck at things, that's how you master a new skill. And before you know it, you start to do it more naturally and more naturally and your kids start to trust you more. So then when they're in this state of dysregulation, they may just come to you and just need to sit with you for a little bit. When they sit with you, is everything okay? Mm-hmm. You want to talk about anything? Mm-mm. They might just want to sit with you. And co-regulate with you. You're their grounded grown-up. In those moments, it may just be nonverbal. They just need you to ground them. They start to trust you. You start to become truly their soft place to land. Okay, so it's like practice it this summer. Summer of balance, balanced bodies, balanced nervous systems. And then we move into the school year feeling balanced, right? And beyond, a life, a balanced life, feeling balanced in your body okay so this is how you begin to feel at peace yourself and really this is it this is the recipe for living the dream and creating a peaceful family so I'm going to have more for you this month on this topic we're going to dive deeper we're going to have an episode on um, how to create boundaries with volatile people dysregulated people. 
Um, and really, I, that's the thing I found is that the, I think what people have the hardest time with is boundaries. Most of us do. And when we learn how to have boundaries with our kids, you know, boundaries are the most generous thing you can do with dysregulated people because that's how they actually start to learn new skills. So I'm going to give you guys some, I'm going to make a whole podcast on that and that's going to be coming up. And I'm also going to have some bonuses for you this month of me doing some live coaching in my groups on this very topic. Um, Okay, guys, hope that was helpful. And um, until next time, bye there. Thanks for listening today, guys. I hope you picked up some tips, tools, maybe some baby steps for creating more balance and boundaries in your life. And I just wanted to let you know, if you want to continue moving the needle forward in creating this for yourself, having a happier household, I want you to go to my website and check out mastermindparenting.com. We have three beginning programs. And if you need some accountability and more support, then please look for the one that would be a good fit for you. Um, And as always, we're on all the social channels under Mastermind Parenting. On Instagram, it's mastermind underscore parenting. Um, And, you know, periodically I do pop up on different Instagram lives, Facebook lives, where I give you teaching and coaching. And I love engaging with you live to help you help your strong-willed kids so that they can feel better. Because when they feel better, they do better. And um, I love, love, love getting to know you guys. So thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, please don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Super, super appreciative.